That's an interesting word, isn't it? When it comes to relationships, we understand the word cheating. It means that one person's being unfaithful to the other. And cheaters are people that get talked about. People say things such as, once a cheater, always a cheater, which, interestingly, is not necessarily true. But when it comes to micro-cheating, what is that? Hi, I'm Dr. Joe Beam with MH International. I'm glad to share with you information about relationships because that's what we do every day, all day long. Work with people like you and people in situations. Now, my guess is because you're listening to and watching a video having to do with micro-cheating, it means that something's going on. So let's talk about it for a minute. Stick around toward the end of this particular video. We're going to give you access to a free resource that you'll find very helpful. As with most words that are kind of put together, like micro-cheating, it'll have a little bit different of a nuance of a meaning to one person and to another person, because, you know, people do that with words that are not clear. But when we look at micro-cheating, basically what it means is this. It's doing something that may open a door to another relationship besides the one that you're in right now. In other words, activity that would, I guess we would call it inappropriate. You might be saying, well, what do you mean? If I'm just being funny with somebody, is that micro-cheating? Actually, it may. Then again, it may not. Flirting, if you're in a relationship, very easily can open a door to another relationship, whether you intend for that to happen or not. I have a friend, for example, who flirts all the time. He's not looking to try to seduce somebody else. He's not looking to leave the relationship with his wife. This particular guy flirts a lot because of the fact that his self-esteem has been damaged quite a bit in his life, and he's looking for approval. At the same time, while I would not ever say, well, I see you're flirting, you're trying to do something to mess up your own marriage, I would say you're flirting, you have charisma, you have great personality, and the women that you're flirting with may not read that exactly the same way as what you're doing. You understand that you're just trying to get attention and get approval, but they may be seeing this as your true, deep interest in them. And in that case, you are opening the door, at least in their mind, at least in their heart, if not your own. And then sometimes it goes past flirting, goes past humor, and goes into fishing. Fishing is when not only do you want approval, you want people to like you, those kinds of things, but fishing is when there's a part of you, even if you're not ready to admit it to yourself right now, there's a part of you that really is wondering if maybe, just maybe, this other relationship might be what you're really looking for. Oh, I'm happily married to her or to him, but my flirting gets a little bit out of hand, not just because of the fact that I want the approval, but... Maybe, just maybe, this person really would be interested in me. And maybe, just maybe, I would be interested in him or her. In that case, you're not just potentially opening the door in the mind of the other person. You're also potentially opening the door in your own mind. Ho-ho! Welcome back. Yes, the voice of reason has returned to KBLA Talk 1580. In the heart of Lamert Park, you already know what it is. What in the world? A micro-cheater? Micro-cheating leading to fishing? Fishing leading to ruining your current relationship? 1-800-920-1580. We want to talk about it. I, you know I got to rename everything. 
I'm not calling it micro cheating. I'm calling it gray area cheating. Because in all of the definitions that I've discovered, micro cheating is cheating without physicality. Some even call it emotional cheating. Huh. I'm not physically touching you. I'm not physically dating you. I'm not taking you nowhere. But I'm listening. I'm encouraging. I'm flirting a little bit. I'm putting out innuendos. Gray area. I didn't do nothing. It was innocent. A lot of people will categorize micro-cheating, a.k.a. gray area cheating, right, as emotional infidelity. 1-800-9-20-1580, are you guilty? I know you're guilty. We're all guilty. Are you guilty? Call in. Call me right now. I want to know what you're thinking. 1-800-9-20-1580. You know I've got questions. What might micro-cheating mean about your relationship? What does it say about your relationship? Does it say you're just a flirtatious spirit? You don't mean any harm? Or are you a fisherman of another significant other? 1-800-920-1580. Call me right now. Who is your secret confidant? And are you micro-cheating with them? Do you take your relationship business outside of your relationship to confide with someone that you might be attracted to or someone who is attracted to you? 1-800-920-1580. Call me, call me, call me, call me, call me. I want to know what you think. True or false? Liking an Instagram post of someone that your partner deems a threat is an indication, right? Ooh, is an interaction that could create jealousy within your relationship. Is that true? If you like somebody's pick and your partner deems them a threat, is that an indicator that something is afoot? Why is micro-cheating something to be aware of? They say micro-cheating negatively impacts relationships because even though the acts seem to be benign or inconsequential by themselves, they can lead to a gradual erosion of trust. 1-800-920-1580. When I come forward, I'm going to break it down even further, and I'm going to the callers. Let's get it. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. You already know the Voice of Reason is on fire. You get boys to men, LL Cool J, and a Michael Jackson remake? Bonafide hit, man. Bonafide hit. Tonight's topic is on fire, of course. Are you a gray area cheater you do just enough to not be classified as actually cheating but is micro cheating or what is now being called soft cheating is this not cheating especially if the micro 
soft or gray area cheating you're participating in leads to fishing. Many of us are fishing. Can I tell you the truth? Y'all want to hear the truth tonight? Do you want to hear the truth? 1-800-920-1580. The truth is everybody is dissatisfied. First with themselves and, of course, with their partner. So everybody's dissatisfied for the most part. This is why people try to change their partners. They try to change their partners to fit the broken pieces of themselves. So most people are, 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 are micro-cheating. Most people really are. Right? People act like they don't have inappropriate conversations with coworkers and or friends and or exes. Do you, do you maintain relationships with your exes? Exes that are still attracted to you. Exes that would have you back had you opened the door. If you opened the door. All this while in a relationship with someone. Yes, that's classified as micro cheating. Mm. Agree or disagree. Isn't micro cheating just another buzzy term for having a wandering eye? Hmm. It depends on how often the eye wanders and when it does. If it lingers, true or false, 1-800-920-1580, call me. Call me now, Nazarene X, Atlanta, Georgia. Get in here. Hey, yo. (laughs) What up, up, brother? And I'm in the gray zone right now, bro. You gray cheating? I am. Yes, sir. (laughs) Yes, sir. Great sweat. Yes, I am. (laughs) Yes, indeed. (laughs) Talk to me, man. Man, early I was like, uh, just asking myself that question, you know, am I grazed on a cheater? And my spirit said to be like, not all the time, but never not at all. Ooh. And where I come from with that, <laughs> there's this whole element that I feel I've noticed with, particularly women, of course, that's the name who I deal with in essence, but of course, I know brothers talk, they talk or whatever too, but women tend tend to really lean into the whole quote-unquote well, I'm talking to somebody thing versus really saying that they committed to somebody. So that's gray zone. Ooh, <laughs> that's a big one. <laughs> so, Man, hold on, gun. hold on, hold on. Yeah. We need time <laughs> to process that. Mm. I'm kind of, wait, what's, what's the response? A dude walk up to the woman and ask her, hey, are you with somebody? And the response is what? You know, I'm, I'm talking to somebody. Ooh, wee. That's gray area, buddy. That's micro right there. That's oh. Just keep game, man. Hey, let me just stir the pot, and I'm looking forward to the rest of the show. Yes. Let's learn. Let's grow. Man, I appreciate that. Thank you for that, Jewel. We appreciate it. Let's just go deeper. He brought Atlanta in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know the routine. All you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Do you have an entire rotation of maintained backup lovers just in case your current relationship fails? What do you mean by maintained? You stay in contact. They call. You talk. They share. You reciprocate maintained backup lovers. Yes, they know you're with someone or seeing someone or dating someone, whichever word you want to use. They know. 
but they have your ear. Your ear. Somebody said, hey, big head. That's that's what the hey, big head text. Gosh, this is heavy. And let me ask. Why do you think people cheat? Is it because they're greedy? Is it because they're needy? Is it because they're broken in some way? Is it because they're trying to reconcile some unanswered question? Do you think it's because they're selfish? Listen, I'm going to tell you right now. Don't listen to anybody who has a foolproof plan for how a relationship works. There's no foolproof plan. I want y'all to understand that. There is no foolproof plan for the success or failure of a relationship. I promise you. Because what might have failed for one relationship might be the road to success for another. Somebody might say, well, what about cheating? Context, people. Why does it happen? Does it always happen out of greed and selfishness or lust? Does it always happen out of that? Hmm. Have you noticed that every single topic we bring to the forefront on this show always leads back to one's childhood? Their attachment style. Have you noticed that? Regardless the the, the title of the topic. It's always some. Listen, have you been to your ex's IG page? Do you low-key stalk them on social media? Soft cheating. 1-800-920-1580. Have you caught your partner snooping on their ex's page? Ooh, Lord. Lord have mercy. True or false, the best way to determine whether you're micro-cheating is to consider if you'd engage in whatever behavior you're doing in front of your partner. 1-800-920-1580. Tiffany, back to Atlanta. Get in here. Absolutely. Hey, Zoe. Hey, hey. what's happening? Yes, indeed. So, uh, I got a story real quick. And it's about, like, my forms of how I've played the technicality of things. Um, More so along the lines of the innocence of it all, even though I know that it's not truly innocent. So I want to say, like, about 2017, around that time, I had just came back from Oregon to Atlanta. And me and... Nazarene was not like together. Like he was off doing his own thing, and then I went to Oregon. Wait, and so are, wait, are y'all together now? Yeah, he in the bathroom, child. Okay, cause y'all be off and on. I, I be confused sometimes. Oh, wait, no, 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 not like together, together. No, he just here. Like Ooh. no, like. Ooh. Yeah, no, no, like. So I don't. So wait, hold on. Dude, Let me get clear. Look, uh oh, he's gonna come in. He, okay, first of all, pause used, the thing on the phone if you're going to come here. He used the phone to call first. <laughs> then he went in No, the, I'm on my phone. He on his. Okay. 
Lord. Okay, just finish your story. I, y'all together. Stop playing. This is the voice of reason couple. Y'all together. No, finish talking. So I don't know. I don't know what this is. It's love. That's all I can say it is. But um, back then we weren't together or whatever. And so when I came back from Oregon, uh, he asked me to be with him. But I was already talking to somebody and actually pursuing somebody else so instead of telling Nas that uh I'm actually like pursuing somebody I just was like yeah I'm single oh you just lied there (laughs) that's straight up just straight up so I went to the other guy and I was like yo I'm gonna go and see what's popping with him because that's just where my heart is and the other guy was like oh I totally understand one two skip a few me and Nas are together and that particular guy just continued to present himself in my life as just a friend that was it. And it was innocent. It was completely innocent, especially for me. But at the same time, I also knew that that guy was heavily interested in me. So much so, he's the one that tattooed Nas's name on my collarbone. So it's, Huh? Wait a minute. He tattooed yeah. the dude. You, wait, hold on. You left him to get with Nas, correct? Yes. And mm-hmm. then he tattooed Nas's name on your collarbone, which is the dude you went to. <laughs> okay, cool. I just want to follow the story. Keep going. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. And so after that, though, like it got to a point where obviously there was like it had it got to a point where Nas and him had to have an exchange because of some other stuff. But ultimately, I stopped communicating with that guy because I understand like even though I look at it like oh it's innocent it wasn't innocent there was no innocence that came out of it because I knew I wasn't dumb I wasn't naive to the fact that that dude actually still liked me like that but I didn't like him like that so wait so hold it, on it's just that mm-hmm. you, you're about to have me re- uh release the true caveat of this show are women mm-hmm. the masters of micro cheating and men the masters of macro cheating absolutely talk to me about your ways i want to know your ways ladies (laughs) absolutely come on now like and i I want people to just like nas even said earlier it's just like we'll say some stuff like oh like yeah i'm talking to somebody no we is in a full relationship now mind you that's just straight up lying. Like you was like, oh no, you just lied. Like, but that's just straight up lying. That that honestly just comes with either like, like either side. Of, like as far as like the micro cheating and stuff, that comes with it. You gonna lie. You lying about something, whether you omitting the truth, whether you just telling like little white lies and stuff. Whatever the case may be, when you are micro cheating, like however you're doing it, whether it's flirtation, whether it's the work husband or work wife ladies let's get into it because some of y'all ain't low like ooh, ooh, wait we oh, know. wait stay with me stay with me look when we come forward we going back to atlanta tiffany is spilling all the beans so i lay back no. in the cut with the crush that's a trip still he can't stop me is micro cheating creeping yeah Heavy topic tonight. The Voice of Reason returns to KBLA Talk 1580. 
Cheating is fairly common. According to a 2015 poll by YouGov, The Economist, one in five Americans admit to having been unfaithful within the context of a committed relationship. And many of those who haven't been unfaithful have at least considered it. 41% of men admit to thinking about cheating on their partners as opposed to 28% of women. This is where micro-cheating might come into play. Uh, The relationship experts we spoke to to define micro-cheating as behaviors uh, that hover near the mutually agreed-upon boundaries in a relationship that comprise fidelity. So the micro-cheating is hovering near that boundary. That is a really nice suit you're wearing today. Mr. Abernathy, it fits you so well. Is it tailored? I didn't know you were in shape. Do you work out? Micro-cheating her tail off! Are women more guilty of micro-cheating than men are? Are men more guilty of macro-cheating? The big stuff. Just getting caught with your pants down. 1-800-920-1580. Yee. All right. Is micro-cheating really about emotional intimacy? Here we go. Tiffany, get back in here. Mm-mm. <laughs> I have to just take a sip of water. I'm sorry, child. They is tearing me up in that, um, that chat. But, all right. So, ultimately, what I feel about my previous ways of the micro cheating is that I was delusional in it to feel like there was innocence in some of the things that I was doing, such as the story that I just shared. And that is just one of the stories, but it got to a point where these people were in my life, like all exes or somebody that I've dealt with in some form or fashion, but they were all still in my life trying to just be quote-unquote friends. And I, coming from a place of like, oh, well, I'm just all focused on him, so I don't too much care about them, but if they hit me up and they be like, oh, how you doing? I'm just like, oh, okay, I'm doing good. How are you? How are the kids? That's it. But then, like, if Nas found out about it or you know, he saw like it happening on my phone or whatever the case may be, it would just be a whole situation like, but you said you wasn't talking to no more. And it's just like, I'm not talking to them, but if they hit me up, I just respond back. But I'm delusional in my head thinking like, oh, well, you shouldn't really care because I'm with you. Like, let me you ask, got me. Let me ask you this question. Let me ask you this question. Have you ever, as a, an adult woman, kept what I refer to as satellites. Satellites. Men that are hovering in orbit around your relationship, waiting for it to fail and waiting to swoop mm-hmm. in and take that position. Do, have you made... I know about it. I'm just asking. In, yeah. your, in your adult relationships, have you maintained mm-hmm. a satellite or satellites yeah. talk to me what is the process yeah yeah i have and 
a lot of times it got to a point where I wasn't even trying to maintain the satellites. The satellites were just trying to maintain their friendship with me. But, you know, obviously you can only, people can only do what you allow them to do. So it got to a point where I just, I never blocked people at one point. So if some random that I dealt with like two years prior or something just hit me up, I would respond and be like, oh, hey. And then they'd be like, oh, let's get drinks. Okay. Like, it it was never a thing for me to set boundaries a lot of times. And it got to a point in my adulthood and just growing and learning where it's just like, no, you got to set some boundaries because these people keep circling back because you're that one that they can always get back to. And so now, any other exit? That's definitely the break glass in case of emergency, dude. Exactly, exactly. But I was also using it to my advantage as well, especially on the breaks that me and Nas would have and stuff like that. And he's also doing his thing. That would be my easiest go to because I would be like, I'm not getting no new body. So I might as well get with a body that I already have been with. So wait, it's wait, ultimately like wait, I would. Tiffany, mm-hmm. you got to stop saying yeah. you and Nas when y'all go on your breaks. You're on a break now and he's in the other room. <laughs> I. It's not a break if he's on the couch. Oh, well, he in the kitchen, technically. I'm just saying, like, when me and Nas, we go on our breaks, he's right there. You can go touch him. Uh, listen, it's complicated. It really is. I don't I don't look at it like, I, it's complicated. I, I know a lot of people may not understand and they may think like they get it, like they've been through something even similar. But trust me, like it's it's way more complicated than just an off and on situation. I love it. I but love then it. again, I, I, all right. Let me give you an example. Well, no, no, stay with me. I got a couple more minutes with you. Let me oh, just, Lord. Let, no, no, because I know men micro cheat too. They have women. When they go mm-hmm. to work, they see beautiful women. Tell me if this has happened to you. They go to work, they mm-hmm. see a beautiful woman, and all of a sudden they become Prince Charming within the context of professionalism. Just like we read that mm-hmm. definition for micro-cheating, which is it's it's diet cheating. It's We're not really doing anything, up, you know, and we're just going to scrape against the boundaries of our committed relationships, but we're not going to do anything. Men at work who see a beautiful woman, be honest, and and I'm sure you've been in a corporate uh, environment or work situation where all of a sudden man want to help you with everything. He don't do the Mm -hmm. same. He don't do the same stuff at home, but he want to help you at work. Have you experienced that? Is that micro cheating? Absolutely. And I have experienced that with my boss, actually, completely married man, newborn, newborn child and everything. And yeah, like so much. So it got to a point where he did want to cheat with me. And ultimately, it was just like that thing of like, you know what, I can't I, I would not be able to live with myself if, you know, I ever took it that far with you. So for that, like, yeah, um, there are huge examples in my life to where that is that like it has been that to where a guy just he has everything at the house but he just for some reason ain't satisfied and he just wants something a little bit and it it could also 
for that matter as well, it could also be the sense of that danger aspect of like, it's a rush. It's almost like jumping out of an airplane. So You know what I mean? And skydiving. So the workplace becomes a type of hunting ground. Absolutely. Like, especially, oh, if you have ever, if anybody out there listening ever worked at an Amazon warehouse, oh, child, it gets nasty. So nasty. Yes, like where it's on, it's up and it's stuck on on company grounds. So to that extent, it's just like, yeah, like, I, I really believe that people will have it all at home, family life and everything. But then they get somewhere where they know the access is ultimately denied from their partner Mm -hmm. and they just act up wow tiffany we appreciate you for bringing atlanta back in the building yo we talking about are you a gray area cheater somebody that's gonna cheat up to the line up to the boundary of actually cheating not really cheating diet cheating What is it called? We're on fire tonight. When I come forward, you know I'm going all over the country to talk to the folks who want to talk about this most intriguing discussion. Is it good to you? you? More Voice of Reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. If if that's your boyfriend, he wasn't last night. We're talking about micro-cheating. Great area cheating. Are you a master? Of micro-cheating? It's really deep. Is micro-cheating so insignificant that it really doesn't matter? It's Nothing actually happened, you know? Uh, you know, uh, no real lines were crossed. But then that takes us back to the emotional infidelity discussion. If someone is being, if someone is giving intimate details about your relationship, or if your significant other is giving it to someone else that they're attracted to, not a therapist, but someone that they might be attracted to outside of your relationship, or maybe even if they weren't attracted to them, maybe that person they were sharing it with was attracted to your partner. Is that cheating? Is that cheating? We want to know. 1-800-920-1580. Phone lines are on jam-packed. Let's get everybody in here. Who's been on the longest? True monger, Dallas, Texas. Get in here. True. Yeah, man. What's up, what's up man? <laughs> hey, what's happening, man? I done got Friday, uh, Monday off to a good start. Let's go. Yeah, you have. Oh, man. This gray area thing. Uh, I think it all depends on the person's agenda and motive. Um, hmm. Even after a relationship ends, some people still just naturally get along. And sometimes that flirting may come out. Hmm. Now, you don't necessarily got to act on it. I think that's where people get messed up at. People tend to try to always act on that instead of just being friendly and keeping it moving. Hmm. Um, yeah, some people cross the line. But it's really up to you whether you cross that line. Nobody makes you do it. Um, it's just like going on IG, like somebody's post. It's a post. Now, unless you around the corner from that person and they invite you up, that doesn't really mean nothing unless the person who was bothered by it is insecure or the person in that relationship is thrown in their partner's face. 
that's just dumb on their part if they're doing that. Um, if they're being messy with each other like that, then I guess in that moment they deserve each other because they don't. They guess they don't know any better, mm-hmm. or they don't care. Mm-hmm. But if you really respect the person where you were with them at one point, you're not going necessarily. You're not going to purposely act on that stuff. Well, if some well, things happen. Well, yeah. Let me hit you with this. Uh-huh. Here are nine of the most common reasons for why people cheat. Lack of emotional mm-hmm. con- uh, connection, lack of mm-hmm. sexual connection, bad boundaries mm-hmm. with people outside of the relationships, fighting mm-hmm. unfairly, making assumptions about your relationship status, unresolved childhood issues, sex addiction, and addiction. Those are the nine common pieces. What mm-hmm. if the cheating, the micro-cheating, or the actual cheating isn't coming from, you know, this egoic, selfish space. It might be coming from some brokenness, some traumatic Mm. space. Do you uh, uh, cultivate grace for your partner in that situation? What are your thoughts? I believe so, to a certain certain extent. Tell me, Um, to, to what extent? Uh, to the point where you realize that no matter how much grace you give them, uh, if they're not working on themselves or they don't recognize what they're doing and try to be better, mm. is that your discretion at that point? Mm. Mm-hmm. If you see no effort in them trying to do it, not necessarily saying that you have to push them, but if they're not taking it upon themselves once they know what's going on mm-hmm. to be better, the clock is the clock starts ticking. The clock starts ticking. Let me ask you this. Once a cheater, always a cheater? True or false? Agree or disagree? I, I think that's a lazy cop out. Um people will try to keep that stigma on people who done it. Now if they're a serial cheater, yeah, you can grant them that. But it's they stepped out maybe once or twice, but they've been with you. For like years and years and years, don't put that, don't stamp stamp that label on them. Because honestly, something may have happened to where they felt like they weren't getting loved at home, so they stepped out for a second. Wow! They realized them stepping out wasn't really what they wanted, and they had what they needed and wanted at home the whole time. True monger, can fear cause someone to cheat in this context? The fear of succeeding in a relationship, if you have never succeeded in a relationship and you might have found somebody that's really good for you and it might scare you. Do you think someone could cheat out of that type of fear? Yeah, I can see that. Because they think it's too good to be true. And they think, they probably probably think their partner may have already done something and that may be why they're acting like that. So they're going to try to justify doing it. Mm. And then they realize that that wasn't the case. But at that point, it's too late. You already opened your legs up to somebody or you've already penetrated somebody. Ooh. You can't take that back. That that part, you can't take back. Mm. Now, you can move forward from it and admit to what it was and be better going forward. Mm. But it's up to that, it was up to them at that point. Wow. 
We love it, True. True from Dallas, Texas, has been in here cooking. We appreciate you, brother. Thank you for getting down with the get down. If you want to bring your city in the building, you know the routine. All you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Call me, call me, call me. I want to talk to you. I want to talk to you. Are you a soft cheater? Are you a subtle cheater? Are you a micro cheater, huh? Diet cheating, gray area cheating. I want to know what you do. Cali, Soul, Denver, Colorado, get in here. Here. Peace, bro. Uh, Peace, everybody. Oh, you back on the robotic voice. You no! Gonna, yeah, you're going to have to call. You got to call Hold us on. again now. Don't beat the How phone up. You? No, you on the robot. You on the robot, sweetie. You got to call us back. Lord have mercy. Sean from Oakland, California, hurry up and get in here. Hey, brother, real quick, you know, uh, you know, you're talking about an affair of the heart, right? Micro-cheating, whatever, you know, um, and I'm not even religious, but I'll tell you what, uh, I think, you know, as a relationship and a couple, you know, you, you ought to be a lot more concerned about an affair of the heart, right? Because physical uh, cheating and all that kind of thing, you know, can be fleeting. But, you know, I'll tell you what, um, you know, I think that the the best thing that you can do, you know, as a couple, is, is make sure that you communicate the fact that uh, other people, you know, are on your radar. Mm -hmm. Because if you don't do that, right, then then the person thinks everything's okay. But if you you've been in a relationship for a long time, you realize that that those little um, indiscretions, those little micro-cheating, right? Um, you know, by the way, here's a saying you should all live by if you really want to stick in your relationship. Wait, No, it wait, doesn't matter. Wait, wait, Sean. Okay. Hold that saying. Hold yeah, that saying. When I'm we come it. forward, my brother Sean is going to give us this saying we should all live by. If you want to bring your opinion in here, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We got a lot to talk about. Now late at night, he calls me on my telephone. That's why when you call him on, you get dizzy, dizzy, dizzy. Sometimes you can come across something new that helps you reconfigure the way that you're living almost instantly in a more comprehensive and fuller way. But more common is the traumatic response, which is when the presuppositions of your world are shifted dramatically and you fall into the surrounding chaos, then it's so hard on you that, you know, it actually does you psychophysiological damage. If someone goes after you at the good person level of analysis and they just demolish you, you know, in the course of, say, a three-year relationship, hacking away at the idea that you have any moral worth whatsoever, this is what happens when you're abused, then that's going to knock you into pieces <clears throat> at a very complex and high level of abstraction. So that can undermine your entire worldview. If the person instead helps you retool the little behaviors and the little microstructures that make you up, and if you're willing to participate in that, and if you're open to corrective feedback from the world, then you can continually adjust yourself at a small level and then that makes the things in the hierarchy a little higher a little healthier and then that makes the aggregation of those things a little higher in the hierarchy a little healthier and a little more complete then you can do this 
bit by bit retooling without ever having to suffer the demolition of huge chunks of your personality so let's go back to the relationship where there's a betrayal it's like virtually every time someone gets flipped upside down because of a betrayal in a relationship after the betrayal happens they say to themselves there were all these signs I didn't pay attention to so and maybe the first sign is who knows your partner starts to flirt a bit more when you go out on a social occasion it's, and not a lot more, just a bit more and you decide because maybe you're timid that, that that's okay you're not going to do anything about it but, it, but it's, it's interesting that it happens it grabs your attention and it means something but what you decide is it's not worth paying attention to and so maybe the next eight times that you go out the same thing happens, but it happens at a somewhat accelerated rate. And then maybe the person starts to go out without you. And so on. There's this progression towards the end state of betrayal. And every time you get a little hint, the world tells you that something's going on, you put it aside and you fail to take it into account. Well, you're foregoing your opportunity to adjust the relationship at micro stages because maybe what you should have done the first time that happened is you should have gone home with your partner and said um, what the hell's going on? like this is what was happening why are you doing that? Um, here's how you should have behaved and of course that's going to be a fight there's absolutely no doubt about it but it might be a micro fight instead of a the relationship is over fight and in order to keep a relationship healthy it needs to be retooled at micro levels constantly and the same is the case with your own character when you encounter something that's unexpected Ooh, I want to let him keep going he cooking that's Jordan Peterson oh he's cooking with he's cooking with the finest oils again micro cheating could be born out of micro self-doubt. Do you hear what he said? There are all types of little micro behaviors that are happening. It's micro self-doubt, right? Micro sabotage, micro self-sabotage is happening, right? It's not your partner's responsibility to be, you know, to kind of keep up with the micro uh, minutia of what's happening inside your spirit. It's up to you. This is why I said before, and I say this from failure. I don't say this from a book. I say this from failure. You're supposed to get into a relationship to watch yourself, to see how you show up or not show up, to see how you behave, to see how you process. And sometimes, for most of us, all of the micro minutia Jordan Peterson was talking about, sometimes that stuff goes under the radar with regards to us being conscious of it. You have to go into a relationship being fully alert to you. Being fully aware of you. At least from the observation standpoint. Let me see 
how I'm going to react. Oftentimes, we're focused on how the person will react because we want a particular type of reaction from them that leads to a particular type of outcome from them. So oftentimes, us, the self, goes unobserved. Sean from Oakland, California, was going to give us a golden rule. Sean, it's your time to shine. Get back in here. Hey, brother. Well, you know, I'm not sure of the golden rule, but I'll tell you one thing, and then I'll elaborate, which is uh, it doesn't matter where you get your appetite, which is kind of a joke, but um, as long as you eat at home. And here's why I say that. As long as doesn't matter where you get your appetite as long as you eat at home. And the reason why I say that is, you know, when you're a human being, if you're not attracted, uh, whether you're female or male, to other people, and you're like, oh, my goodness, what an amazing specimen that is. I would just, oh, my goodness. Um, then you're, you're, you're not living. You're not alive. You know, that's normal human behavior. That's normal human existence. But the difference is, is, you know, that, uh, you know, um, thing where it is like kind of a a betrayal of the heart. You know, if someone really wants to leave you and all that because they love someone, it's usually a lot deeper than anything physical. It really has to do with, you know, something much bigger. And, and and so the reason why I say that is don't be worried about it and, and communicate that with your loved one, you know, um, the person you want to be with. Uh, as long as it's someone you want to be serious with for a long time, which is, look, we're going to be involved with people all the time in which some of them we can't stand, some of them we're just like, oh, my goodness. And then some of them were like, oh, my gosh, that's that's pretty cool, you know. And I like them, and I, oh, my goodness, that they, they kicked off something in your being. But it doesn't mean you need to not be disciplined. And that's my thing. Be disciplined if you want to be in a relationship for the long term, you know, um, and be disciplined and just, Take it in and love it and, and embrace it as a part of life. But it doesn't mean you need to go off and act on it. Right. Hey, Sean, once again, I appreciate you, brother. You brought Oakland, California in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. Clearly, this topic got people from all over the country wanting to talk. We're going to Denver, Colorado, and we're going to Jacksonville, Florida. When we come forward. Reasons. The reasons that we're here, the reasons that we fear, our feelings won't disappear. Disappear. You're listening to the voice of reason with Zoe Williams on KBLA Talk 1580. Yeah! You already know. The playlist is my co-host. That's the legendary guru. Of course, with Gangstar, with the legendary DJ and producer, DJ Premier, they formed the legendary hip-hop group ensemble Gangstar. And that was 
the next girl, on to the next girl. Great record. Great record. Hip-hop is so meaningful. Listen, here are some signs of uh, that someone is micro-cheating. They are fixated on their phones when they normally would not be, making them not present in the relationship. I don't know so much about that one. But the other one about the phone I agree with, and that is because I've done it. Girl walks in, turn your phone over. I've done it. That's micro cheating. I've done it. Turn the phone over. Right? They seem indifferent or checked out when you're speaking to them clearly, directly, and with vulnerability. I don't know how that is just, uh, how that could be attributed. Uh, to micro cheating that could be attributed to a, a lot of different behaviors or you know I don't, I don't know if that's just one because you could have somebody who like me I'm scattered all the time my mind is working on 18 different things uh, they become defensive when you ask them about an interaction on social uh, social media and exchange uh, or, or something they've done publicly but may have been unbeknownst to them I agree with the social media piece they regularly hint at other activities, but don't state their, listen, this, wow. <laughs> wow. But don't, but don't state it. Like, they'll, they'll talk about other things they've done with other people. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. I, ugh. That's micro-cheating? They withdraw and become detached for long stretches of time. Especially in times of stress and conflict, I, I've seen it. That's heavy. Yeah, that's that's real. Wow, that last one hit hard. One eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. They withdraw and become detached for long stretches of time, especially in times of stress or conflict. Heavy stuff. One eight hundred nine twenty fifteen eighty. There are many reasons people cheat. According to sex therapist Tammy Nelson, Ph.D., a person may be cheating because they like who they are when they're with their affair partner. They might be marginalized and minimized by you in the relationship with you, but with their affair partner, they might be a superhero. They might be the king of the castle. Lord have mercy. 1-800-920-1580. She goes on to say they might feel sexier, smarter, more charming, and more alive when they cheat. Ah, oh. With their spouse at home, they might feel invisible, dull, boring, or old. Yeesh. Yeesh. Is this happening to any of you guys? Let's get it. Let's get to the phone lines. The phone lines are cracking, cracking, cracking. I want to get everybody in here. Who's been on the longest? Cali Soul, Denver, Colorado. Get in here. Okay, I'm back. Yes, we got you. <laughs> so, good, good, good. So, I think a big problem is that we're all dating around until we're not. Mm. And a lot of times, people have not taken the time to truly define their relationship. Like you said earlier, one of the one of the reasons people cheat 
is is not being clear on what their relationship is. Yeah, because a lot of people are out here in a relationship with their fantasies. Mm. So, like, you might be thinking you in a relationship, and the other person doesn't think that, you know? They're thinking more along the lines of, like, nah, we just hook up when we do, you know? Mm. And that's a dangerous place to be for men and for women. And it does bring a lot of anxiety to define a relationship um, I can say that personally because you 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 know you you can go into that with fear or you can go into it with love. If you go into it with fear, it can be a mess. It can be look more like control. Like I need to define this relationship because I need to know where you're going, what you're doing, who you're doing it with, and all of this stuff. Whereas if you're approaching that from the place of love, it's like, what are we going to build? What are we here for? Are we here to build? Are we here to enjoy life? All of the above, you know, are we, are we here to, to have a family? Are we here to take on the same view, you know? But we've got we've to be courageous enough to define these relationships because if not, you know, it's going to be a whole lot of what everybody calls cheating. And another thing is, like, how can you expect to be someone's everything? Like, I understand the concept of emotional cheating, but, like, I kind of go with Sean on this one, like, what are you doing with the energy? If you're not physically connecting and touching someone, then like, yes, that's the cat. Sorry, y'all. That's my baby. <laughs> no, we heard um, the cat not... from the jump. We we heard the cat in the background. Get that cat <laughs> some some Perina or something, because Lord. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. I got it. Um, but like, oh gosh, what was I saying? You were saying you agree with Sean. Mm. Yeah, like. You, um, you, you, it's okay to flirt, like, as long as you don't take it to the next level and, and disrespect yourself, first of all, and then your partner, but like flirting, okay, cool, it's, it's a thing, it's a human thing, so like, chill out and be okay with these, these things that are a part of human nature in us, because when you try to squelch it and push it down, that's when you end up in a toxic place. Right. And acting out things in ways that aren't loving. Right. No, I agree with you. 100%. I agree. Uh and it's hard, man. It's hard. I Let me tell you something. I we fall. Can you play that? We fall down. Andy. Well, it just depends on what you fall on. If you fall on a swipe package, you know. Oh lord. Here we go. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Cali Soul from Denver, Colorado. You brought your city in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. We fall down. Oh, Lord. But we get up. Hold it up. We fall But we get up. Yes, yes. For a saint is just a sinner my, 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 my. Down, yes. But we couldn't stay there. Couldn't stay there. <laughs> hey, let me just say this, man. I agree with defining the relationship. I agree with that. All right. I agree with it to a certain extent. I don't think consciously we use you know, the holographic nature of consciousness. We use little isolated and insulated boxes 
because most of us are scared, right? Most of us are in fear. So we go into our relationships with fear. You know, the, the fear of getting it wrong again or the fear of not making a mistake, the fear of messing it up, the fear of all kinds of stuff, not being enough. And I think when you build a relationship, you have to understand, a building is only as good as the materials you use to erect it. And if you are erecting your relationship out of fear, out of judgment, oh man, this heavy stuff right now. Fear and judgment or the foundation you're building it on is not solid. What is a solid foundation? The truth. And let me tell you what I mean by that. Because everybody got their own interpretation of the truth. I'm going to get to you callers, I promise. Just give me a second to get this out. The truth that you are broken. You get some people, I ain't broken. I came from a good parent, a good household, a good good family, and blah, blah. When you start peeling the layers back, you start seeing the cracks. Do you understand? A lot of people don't see the cracks because, again, Wherever you come from is your normal. So we need to start thinking holographically when it comes to, you know, how we look at our relationship, how we look at the world holographically, meaning the whole story, the whole writing. We need to start seeing the whole picture and not just some little fear based comfort spot that we create for us to exist in. As long as we stay within the lines We will be happy. Think on this. Alfred Korzybski wrote a book called Manhood of Humanity. Manhood of Humanity. And he says something very deep that I apply to relationships. This is what I mean by thinking, right, holographically. Using holography. To expand your consciousness. He said definitions create conditions. Is that not true if you haven't healed the wounds you came from? The wounded people that birthed you and raised you. Alfred Korzybski wrote in a book called Manhood of Humanity. Definitions create conditions. We always running, running. Let's put a relationship together and let's define it. I can't define a real relationship with somebody who is still broken, who comes from brokenness. I can't define it with you if I'm still broken. Do, do, Do you understand what I'm trying to, do you see what I'm laying down here? Right? Definitions create conditions. Now, do you want favorable conditions? See, to me, a a great foundation to start on is I'm broke. Maybe not educationally, maybe not financially, but I'm broke. I need you to know, coming into this situation... 
These are my imperfections. These are my limitations. And I'm in here with you to see how those limitations show up. It's not your responsibility to correct them. It is mine. But you're going to see some of that. Do you see? But when these things go unaddressed, cheating starts to look attractive. When I come forward, I'm going back to the phone lines. Jacksonville, Florida, Bellflower, California. We in the building. We want to talk to y'all. Do you want to talk to me? Man. The voice of reason in his playlist is just simply on fire. It's incendiary tonight. You already know what it is. We talking about are you a gray area cheater? Cheating in the gray area, barely cheating, diet cheating. Oh, gosh. Sometimes we cheat because we're looking for a relationship supplement. These supplements are not created by Geritol. They're not created. Centrum. Centrum doesn't create relationship supplements. Sometimes we feel like something is missing in ourselves. We project whatever is missing in ourselves onto our partner. We think it's missing in them. And so that is justification enough to go out and get, you know, a relationship supplement, i.e. a side chick. Or for ladies, a side chuck. Gosh, 1-800-9-2015-80. The phone lines are cracking. I want to talk to everybody who's been on the longest. Mimi Jacksonville, get in here. Hey, Zoe. Hey, everyone. Hello, Mimi. How are you? What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Well, I think tonight's topic is very much, it's on topic. It's a fire show. And um, I know that I I shared with you all in the past that I was in a relationship, and um, I also was seeing my ex at the same time, you know. But... um, out of that experience, I was younger then, and as I have matured, um, as I've gotten older, I have learned that I definitely am not a gray area cheater, and I don't want to be in a relationship with a gray area cheater, which I also experienced that in that same situation, you know, about the, you know, uh, the phone, the um saying that I'm flirting, I mean, I have a soft-spoken voice, and I'm friendly, you know, and I say hi, and when I say hi, it sounds like I'm just trying to be y'all, you know, sexy and whatnot, but this is how I sound every day, so when I say hi, it it doesn't mean... You don't say hi, you say, (laughs) hey, Play play it, Andy, this is exactly how you sound every time you call in. Hey, so <laughs> we be like, hey, Mimi. <laughs> we love it. You got a wonderful voice, Mimi. Go ahead. Thank you. Thank you. And so when you mentioned the flirting, I was accused of being a flirt. And I was saying, you know who I am. You know what you signed up when you got me. I am a feisty, bad word, um, fun, sassy. I'm a sassy soft-spoken woman and sometimes my voice sounds like this but uh, he was the only one I wanted to be 
sexy with or sexy for. So if I'm just friendly and I sound like this, you know, I can't, I can't change my voice. I mean, I can, but I don't want to. I, I want to be myself. So um, I don't want a gray area thing either way. So you're and telling I, me, you telling me, mm-hmm. let me just be clear. You've, okay. You're telling me that you've never told someone when they asked, are you in a relationship? Mm-hmm. No, I'm not when you in fact were. You've never done that. Oh, I didn't know that was the question. Okay. Yeah, that's um, that's micro cheating. Oh, um, I, I well, doesn't that cover when I said? But I see, I was honest. I told y'all about the six foot three, red, sexy man. I Here was honest. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> have you been in a relationship, Mimi, and secretly maintained a relationship contact with an ex? Uh-huh. Micro cheater. Oh, so you mean did I tell the person that I was in the relationship with? That, that you're I was still cheating? in contact with your ex. Yeah, I did. I told you all that. I that's did. micro cheating, hun. Yeah, but that's that that was in the past. We're talking about now. I thought I, 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 I didn't say you stuff. did it today. I'm just saying <laughs> you've done this. We've all yeah. done this. But I said that already. I thought we were current. Okay, yeah. Have you been, let me just say this, have you been in a relationship with someone? Mm Mm-hmm. And while being in a relationship with them could still be found on dating apps? Um, I have, oh, God, Uh, I... No. Just just do it. Come on now, Mimi. Don't do us like this. Tell us the truth. I am... Okay, see, here's the thing. Um, Do the telephone things count? Because, you know, you have the Internet app. I was going to ask the next one. Have you you uh been in a relationship? Mm -hmm. And while in that relationship, have you been texting someone you're attracted to? Um... In the past. We don't need the caveat of the past. It's just a yes Mm -hmm. or no. You will not be judged. Yes. Okay. That that is Mm -hmm. micro cheating according to the definition. Mm Mm-hmm. I thought I was established as a former micro cheater. It's it's fine. You former micro (laughs) cheater. You're good. There's no judgment here. I promise you. I feel like it is. There is is. none. We love you. You're a real person, Mimi. Yeah. You know, it would be stranger if you said, I've done none of these things. And if you would have said that, I've done none of these things you have listed. None of these things. Then you would be considered capping or not a human. People would be like, oh, get out of here, Mimi. You're lying. But you're a human being. We've all fallen for some of these activities before. Yes, but once a cheater doesn't always mean always a cheater. Right? I agree with that. But do women agree with that with men? It depends. See? Now it depends. depends. No, we're not going to do the double standard, Mimi. Because with women, it'd be like, no, you have to look at the context of it. And the situation called for this type of behavior. And I was out of control. And then, I mean, show show me some grace. And then when it's the brother, it'd be like, what's a cheetah? Always a cheat. No, you can't do that to us, Mimi, now. 
I had one person. I had a relationship, and I had a side dude, okay? Now, if a man has three or four other women, and you know, I'm sure you know, uh, some men have multiple women, like in rotation. They're having a whole thing going on, and I'm over here as the significant other, clueless. Mm. Ish. Women do the same thing, though. Let's not. I, come on. Mm, women, women. A harem? Women, 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 women. Uh, I, like, I love women, women, women. Stop it. You know women do the same thing. I've never had a harem. I know people that do that. But I said one. Well, okay, well, you know what? Oh, never mind. Never mind. Maybe two. Exactly. Never mind. I, I Maybe two. Maybe two. But that's mm-hmm. my max. That's all I can handle. <clears throat> In the past, I mean. Listen, we can laugh about it now, Mimi. It's okay. We love you, Mimi. You're making everybody think that I'm kind of, you know. I'm doing it. You know what I'm saying? You bring stuff out and everybody thinks, oh, she's so. But I'm not like that, y'all, really. You're you're a human being. I am human. So wait, Andy, have you found that? Okay, so Andy is finding something for us so you can, so we can reset the energy here because I don't want you to feel like, you know, I don't want you to feel like, oh, man, I'm getting called out. It's not even about that. It's just really <laughs> saying, I've done those things. I know. I'm sure. I, s- that came out wrong. No, I'm just saying I, we've all made mistakes. Mm-hmm. We've all blown it. That's now, true. now this is what we're going to do. We're going to clear our minds here, mm-hmm. and we're going to mm-hmm. breathe. We're going to breathe in, right? Non-judgmental. We're going to breathe out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we're going to breathe out all judgment, okay? Okay, I appreciate and it. And I want you to take just take two deep breaths for me. Andy, can you play this for us while we do this? We're going to woosah together. Non-judgmental space. What in the world? We are chanting OM right now. We are releasing all negative energy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Just breathe. Breathe. You should be breathing right now. There's no judgment. (laughs) I am breathing. I'm breathing. You are loved, you are appreciated. We approve of you, Mimi. You are not being judged. Thank you for calling in to the Voice of Reason tonight. Thank you for sharing your testimony. If you want to call in, all you got to do is call me at 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, I'm going to Bellflower. Is it good to you? of reason with Zoe Williams when we come forward. Yes, I hope that I'm wrong, but I know it may. Somebody's
Wait a minute. Was was the lyric? And you know just what I mean. That's what he said. Well, wait a minute. You just said somebody's sleeping in my bed. That was clear. And you know just what I yeah, You said what you meant. Ladies and gentlemen, the voice of reason, that is Drew Hill. In my bed. Oh, we on fire tonight. The playlist is crazy. Let me get my final caller in here. Banks from Bellflower, California. Thank you for holding tight, brother. What are your thoughts on tonight's topic? Gray area cheater, micro cheater, soft cheater, subtle cheater. These are all terms. They're not psychological terms, but they are terms uh, in the greater universe of the Internet that people use to describe a certain type of cheating that doesn't involve actual physical cheating. What are your thoughts? Zo, Zo, long time no here for brother. God bless you. Oh, bless you too, Banks, man. Thank you for calling in. What are your yes, thoughts? Sir, yes, sir. Well, the thing is, we all done cheated in some way, shape, or form, you know? Yeah. And so, uh, but, you know, me being a man of God, the word of God tells you, you're going to reap what you sow, brother. Mm-hmm. So the thing is, just because you don't get it right away, don't mean you got away with it. Mm. The word of God tells you, because judgment is not executed speedily, don't mean you got away with it, brother. Mm. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay, so yeah. so the thing is, we just have to uh, be obedient to God and just, uh, like they say, payback. Don't think you got away. <laughs> right, right. No. But... Uh, but God, good, good to hear from you, brother. I haven't heard from you in a while. God bless you, man. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Hey, man, I appreciate you. Thank you so much for calling in. Woo! He brought Bellflower, California in the building. If you want to bring your city in the building, we got a couple more minutes to talk to some folk. Let me just say, uh, I want to I introduce a radical idea. And, and, you know, Danny Morrison just walked in here. I want to introduce a radical idea. Is cheating, right, your partner, say your partner cheated on you. This might be radical. I don't know. Is your partner cheating on you directly uh, connected to how you cheat on yourself? Before you get mad, when I say you cheat on yourself, like if you don't stand up for yourself, if you don't speak up for yourself, If you are always looking for external validation, external approval, external acceptance, and your partner comes in and, you know, gets enveloped by this energy of self-doubt and self-confusion that you may have, right? Do you think that that energy contributes to how your partner may behave or treat you? And in some cases, the cheating, which a lot of people don't want to hear because I'm speaking from a spiritual metaphysical space, the cheating leads you to your voice. Is is, is there not benefit in the cheating? If the cheating led you to the voice you never had. 
Oh, man, people cheat on themselves all day. First off, negative self-talk is a form of self-infidelity. What? Uh, uh, Don't make me do a whole show. Negative self-talk, right, is a form of self-infidelity. Self-sabotage, self-infidelity, right? Just listen to what I'm saying. People don't understand. When you beat yourself up, when you minimize yourself, when you make yourself small, that is an offense against self. And if you treat yourself poorly, that is only a VIP invitation for others to treat you poorly. I don't believe that there are isolated incidences. I believe that all incidences are holographically interwoven to where when two people come together, everybody is there for a specific person, a purpose that will lead to a specific understanding for each individual that may be different for the two individuals involved in the situation. I know this is controversial. I know it is. But maybe you get treated better when you learn how to treat yourself better. And how do you treat yourself better? You accept the ordinary that birth you. The broken ordinary that birth you. You accept it without judgment and you say, This is where I came from, but this is not where I'm going to wind up. This is not who I'm going to be. Oh, man, we've been on fire tonight, man. I appreciate everybody for tuning in. I start the conversation. You finish the conversation. The voice of reason always on fire. Real quick, Andy, what was the next song? That's somebody The voice of reason. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, we're going to bring my brother, Danny Morrison. (laughs) 